Well, she's asking. Sorry, what? What are your expectations of what you want to see? Uh, well, first of all, I think uh, you know the majority of Andres' career has been a center. Um, that's his natural position. Uh, I played center for me in Grand Rapids, and I thought he did a very good job. Um, certainly, there's some benefit on the wing, you know, getting behind guys with his speed, but there's also benefit having speed up the middle. So I just want him to, to play real good hockey. He's been real good so far. Um, I think his work ethic's been great. I think his compete level's been great. If he does those two things, he's an excellent hockey player. So I'm hoping uh, he can build on uh, the first two days of camp. Can playing there, can playing center help? the guy, especially a younger guy, more engaged throughout the game because uh, you have more responsibilities? Uh, potentially. I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily the case, but but you know, you're certainly, you certainly have to be accountable defensively to maybe a little greater degree than, than you do uh, as a wing. I mean, it's just a little more responsibility, but I would also say you know, his quickness on the puck is something that, that we want out of our centers. We want our centers to be in position to outnumber. And when hit with him at center, you have four centers that are real quick on the puck, real tenacious. And hopefully we can outnumber and get out of our zone as fast as possible. How can he benefit from playing with a, a smart guy like, like Thomas? I mean, we saw it two years ago, briefly. But. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, if I'm an offensive player, I want to play with Thomas Vanek. Uh, uh, he thinks the game at a level that, that very, very few guys think it in the NHL. Um, he knows how to create space. He knows how to draw people towards him and put pucks into space. Uh, I think, I, I don't want to speak for double A, but I, I would think he'd be real happy with him on his wing right now. Um, and I think it's win-win. You know, To play with Thomas, you have to be a fairly smart player. You can't just be skilled. Um, and I think I think double uh, A is a real smart hockey player too. So I think it can be a real dynamic combo. We'll, we'll see as we go through. Do you think the, uh, the improvement in face-off circle can just come from more record or any specific work that he would need to do? Yeah, I think I think he can. Part of it's just bearing down and, and making it real important to you. You know, my, my understanding is when Pavel came over here, Pavel wasn't uh, the best face-off guy ever because it wasn't real important in Russia. But then when, when you realize the importance of it, uh, you bear down and, and, and you'll get better at it in a hurry. And, and, you know, I know for one thing, if he is playing with Thomas, uh, Thomas likes ozone face-off. So, uh, you know, he'll put lots of pressure on him to make sure he bears down and does a good job. And then the, the other side of it is the wing's got to do a good job helping out. But I think he's got uh, the technique and the ability to be a real good face-up guy. He's just got to make it real important to him. I was talking about how much he enjoys playing with Flacco and Petruzzi. What do you like about how those guys complement each other? Um... Well, you, you have three real good players. Number one, you got a good pieces in the sense that Bird is a is an F one on the forecheck. He's a net front guy um, that allows the other two not that they're not hard on the forecheck, but allows the other two to use their skill. But one one thing where Bird's a pretty special player is very few guys are that hard and uh, in, in such and have such ability. Like he's he thinks the game at a high high level. He's got real good uh, real good talent. So I think Bird's got a chance to be a real good player, and I think the three of them together can make a good line. Clark speed. Too. It kind of forces the other two to keep up. Yeah, if you're going to play with Larks, you know you don't want to be behind him all night. So you got to play at a high pace, and um, uh, you know. So I think it, it's it's a good point. I also hope that the three of them can become a real good ozone line too. You know, they've been a good rush group. I think 
um, but they need to be a real good ozone group so we can spend less time defending, more time in the opposite end. Uh, I think they have it in them for sure, and I think it's just learning how to protect the puck, use cutbacks, use each other, spread the zone. So hopefully we can build good chemistry. Does the way he give more flexibility? Sorry, does he give more flexibility with Mantha? Who can do that front forward? Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's for sure. You know, I think Mantha's learned uh, that the net is a spot where if you get two lots, you're going to score what I would term some easy goals. You know. Um, but but having Bert there just allows yeah some flexibility for him to u utilize the other part of his skill set, which is the real good shot too. With the way Andreas can, can break away and, and his ability to close, I mean that third line could potentially be a difference maker. I mean you know, with, with the talent you have on it. There's no question uh, uh, that 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 with Double A and, and Vanek and whoever else is in that spot. Um, if I played them together, they would be uh, as dangerous an offensive line as we have. You know, they're, they're, again, I think I think you know those two have special abilities, uh, what they're good at offensively. So um, that's a real positive. I also say that, you know, I think for us to be good, we're going to have to be a real good four-line team. I just think that's the reality of it. And so, um, you know, hopefully we've got guys on lines that match their skill sets, and and then uh, guys with with good roles and go out and play to their identity as a line. Is it Zappi Pater? You you plan. Uh, you know that's who I that's who I had uh, in there to start. You know, camp obviously is not here, but but we'll, we're I'm not set on anything okay. yet by any stretch. Uh, we're just kind of giving guys opportunities to see how they do. And with Advocator, is he at a, do you, you don't feel be back for, for the, any point this camp? Or? Yeah, I, Justin and I have to have a conversation. I was letting him, uh, you know, work through the, the, the birth uh, of, of his child, and then uh, I'll talk to him here this afternoon, and, and he will not participate in the red white tomorrow, though. Uh -huh. it, it was a little, you know, it was just one of those things where we thought maybe we had more time, and uh, that didn't work out. With the... Uh, Valeno and uh, Ferk, uh, those two guys. Uh, any Ferk will be out until we, at least we get back to Detroit. Um, I'll know more once we get back to Detroit. Um, Valeno, I hope, plays in the red-white game tomorrow. I don't know that answer for sure, though. We'll decide in the morning. You obviously saw Mike Green before he had the surgery, and now that you see him out here, how, does he look different to you? Well... <laughs> Only the only way he would look different is if, and, and it would be hard to really see it with the naked eye. But you know, I think he, he made some comments that he felt tentative, and tentative is a hard way to play. Um, I thought he was still a real effective player, but if, if as the year went on, he was tentative, I think he'll he'll be a much better player not being tentative. Uh, I think he practices so good, he practices so hard that uh, um, you know he generally looks good in practice. But he certainly hasn't looked like he's missed a beat. Andreas said that he believes he can be consistent productively if he gets minutes and you know you always say players have to earn minutes. What's the balance there of you know, do you just say all right he needs fifteen minutes a night or who's this? Andreas. Andreas. Uh well, you know it's 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 one of those things that I think any player would argue you know, more minutes will equal, will equal more production. I think that's that would be the mindset of most players. I don't know that that's always necessarily true. I also argue that there's lots of players in the league that have found ways to be very, very uh, good without lots of minutes. And, and, and then what generally happens then is more minutes follow. Um, uh, you know, you just look around the league. So I don't think we're going to be a team where one or two guys dominate some minutes. I think, as I said earlier, we're going to be a four-line team. I think lots of guys will have opportunities to get minutes. The other thing, I, I have to do a real good job 
job of this year is, um, you know, I'd like to make it highly competitive between the lines. And whatever line's really going, they got to keep getting lots of ice time. And, and, and Dan Bowsmo uh, will be a guy who I'll lean on to, to make sure he's watching that, which line's really going, and let's get them lots of ice time. And so uh, as guys are getting ready for, for pregame uh, and, and getting ready for warm-ups, I want them thinking about there's no way I'm going to let that line outplay me tonight. And, and we need to create that type of competitiveness within our group. What was important for you guys to get a guy like Bernier? How much is, could he help us too? <coughs> well, you know, I, I think for us to, to, to be a team that's successful at the end of the year, that, that, that isn't, uh, you know, that succeeds to a much greater degree than we did a year ago, um, we, need to, we need to have upper to elite level goaltending. And I think uh, it's very, very difficult to put all that on one goalie in, in, in today's NHL, especially the games are just so close every single night that um, you have no room for error at all. When, 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 the game, when the teams were separated more, you could be a goalie and maybe let in two weak ones and then make a couple big saves and you won 5-2 and everyone's happy. Now you lose that game 2-1. to one. And so um, you have to be at such a high level in order to, uh, in order to win. Um, I just think having two real quality goalies gives us that much better or that better of a chance to make sure we get elite goaltending on a nightly basis. Like the competitiveness of day one, did day two live up to? Yeah, you know what? The first group was, wasn't very good to start. Um, uh, they were still, they, they just weren't very good to start at all. But I thought they got better as it went along. And I thought the second two groups were great. So after a real hard day on day one, uh, today was a different hard. Today was more of a skating hard. Uh, but I thought the guys were, were, were really, really good. I thought the best group is the last group there after scrimmage, and I thought they were great. So overall, I was happy with it. I wasn't happy at all with the start of the first group, but like I said, I think they got better. Just the lack of crispness. Yeah, we couldn't make a take-to-take -take pass. We are doing easy drills. Just a little bit we didn't know what we were doing. Like, let's plug in and be ready to go. And, and we weren't plugged in yet. We were still sleeping a little bit, but I thought they got better as it went along. So they had to do a couple of laps, but can you talk about um, the willingness to crack the whip there? Well, that's nothing, you know, it's something I've, I've always done. I mean, when you're not executing, uh, I believe in uh, immediate consequence, whether it's as a coach or a parent or whatever. So uh, that was the immediate consequence. We weren't, we weren't performing, and let's, uh, let's, let's reset ourselves here a little bit. Shifting gears, are you looking forward to playing in the game tonight? Did you see me yesterday? Yeah, you looked real good. I agree with you. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I get, you got to get your eyes checked, though. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> obviously, besides the Stanley Cup winning pedigree, what do you think the biggest thing Dan Bilesma brings the wings? Uh, well, part of it is what you mentioned, experience. Uh, you know, he's been through lots of different experiences with lots of different types of players. Um, I think I think he's an extremely hard worker, and I think he's really intelligent. I think, you know, him and I got a, a real good chance to work at the World Championships together, and as that went along, um, I really liked our interaction. I really liked the ability to uh, talk about things, uh, debate, um, with the idea that we were trying to get to the best answer. I think he's a guy who's very strong in his opinion but it's also very willing to listen and at the end of the day understands uh, my position as well as anybody that I'm the one that has to ultimately make that that final decision he gets that he's been in that seat um, I thought we had a great working relationship there I think it's carried forward to here at the end of the world championships I said two things to him I said one you're too good a coach not to be coaching and two I'd love to have you come join our staff and it's worked out and I'm real happy about it awesome thanks